Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Ashhadu an la ilaha illa Sirratallazina lam ta'allahim 
In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful, I bear witness that there is no God but Allah, and I bear witness that Muhammad is his messenger. Assalamu alaikum, my dear, wonderful brothers and sisters, and once again, Ramadan Mubarak. This is your brother, Abdul Mubakir Muhammad. Let us begin by thanking Allah for allowing us once again to take or partake in the beautiful fast of Ramadan. Let me thank each and every one of you and welcome you to our humble Ramadan prayer line called the Ummah Reflect. We pray that our time together will be beneficial to our health and development as believers in Allah. We were blessed yesterday to hear from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan who said to us that Allah inspired him with two words. And those words form the basis of his Savior's Day address. He said that one of those words was anti-Semite, which has been dogging him for his footsteps since he began rebuilding the work of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. And he said that he was labeled as such, but here he stands. The Honorable Mr. Louis Farrakhan said that he wanted to remind us all that the war of Armageddon has already started and that this war is, in fact, a holy war, a holy war where God himself is, a, is very much a part of and that he is the commander or Allah is the commander of the forces of righteousness. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said the war of Armageddon begins with the presence of God and the presence of truth. And that truth is the most precious quality of our lives and that we must avail ourselves of that truth. He said that Almighty God Allah has given to us through the great Mahdi a truth that will guide and aid us to get through this dark, this dark hour. Brothers and sisters, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said to us that a holy war is a terrible war because it's a war to decide who will live on this earth after the war is over. He said to us that we, the Muslims in the West, who have been guided by the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, do not have carnal weapons. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad told us not to use carnal weapons of this world. And the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, taught by the great Mahdi, said to us that the great Mahdi brought a weapon with him, a great will that is now being seen, through, seen throughout the earth. And I strongly encourage you, brothers and sisters, to get the text from the Pentagon where they said that these wills are now being shown all over the country and all over the world. He called our attention to the weather that has turned the earth upside down. And he said that this is a time for all of us to seek refuge in Allah 
Because there is no refuge anywhere else. Dear family, time will not allow me to sufficiently go over the beautiful words and the warning that our beloved minister gave us. So I encourage you to go to SoundCloud and re-listen or re-listen to yesterday's podcast. But let me close by saying that the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said to us that this is Ramadan, a time where we must change and clean up our lives. He said, nothing will help you clean up better than 30 days of fast or 30 days of the fast of Ramadan. As Ramadan is a prescription from God for a sick people and a sick world. He closed his talk by telling us straight up that this is the final call to Islam. Islam offered by the great Mahdi through the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And he encouraged us to take this Ramadan to heart, to make our prayers and to clean up our lives. Dear family, we thank Allah for the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and his wonderful words with us yesterday, his guidance and his warning. We thank Allah for our guest speaker today. We have prepared a beautiful program for you today and to take us further into our program. Is our beloved brother and friend that I'm always happy to hear from, Brother Abdul Akbar Muhammad, Brother Akbar. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam, sir. Um, first, in the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful, I bear witness there is no God but Allah, and Muhammad is his messenger. Uh, I thank you, my brother, for those words. I just want to say that uh, they made an announcement. I was in Africa, and I'm right here in America, uh, enjoying this Ramadan. So I would like to say Ramadan Mubarak to our brothers and sisters. And uh, for my brother, uh, Brother Mukhtar going over the minister's words yesterday was just beautiful. It's a difficult time for everyone. The thing that really got to me was seeing the Russians and others taking the children and putting them in buses and taking them to other areas and to capture their children uh, in such way that they can change their minds or change their lives. And uh, we have a short story. And I know you say, Akbar, you don't know no short stories. But we have a short story about what happened with us and how we were taken into a foreign land and taught the strange teaching and how they wanted to change us from one thing to another. And this is important for us to see. Uh, I've been blessed and no doubt a blessing to travel the world with the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and to be at his side at some of the most important occasions and to see the minister on the world stage uh, his son-in-law made a statement some years ago. He said, I don't care what they do to our leader. God blesses him to come out on top. And that is exactly right. They have thrown everything you can imagine at the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And Allah blesses him each time to come out on top. And this is a blessing from Allah. And when we look at what the change in our communities, those who abide by the teachings, the change that we have been able to make, 
And Brother Minister, if Allah is blessing you to uh, be with us on these mornings, to think yesterday nearly 25,000 people listened across the world to your words. And your words have changed many in our society. Many, many have changed those in prison, those in colleges and universities. And we must keep this going. Don't get weary. The end is dead. He talked about Armageddon. Don't get weary. God has blessed us. And if you look at the young brothers and sisters who have walked this way and changed the course of their life, it's because Minister Farrakhan was persistent and consistent in putting the words of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad in the ears and the hearts of our people. So I thank Allah for this opportunity. And as I read in the morning and look over the history of our nation, I think about Minister Farrakhan at the University of Havana, uh, speaking to the scholars. They wanted to hear what did he have to say, the scholars that he spoke to in Saudi Arabia. What, Arabia, what did he have to say? Why is his message so profound? And why is his message, message listened to by so many people who want to hear exactly what is he saying that he's changed the hearts and minds of thousands of people across the earth? So I thank Allah for this opportunity. Uh, I would like to turn you back into the hands of Sister Nisa. And I want to thank you. I don't think that we thank you enough for being consistently on the case. You know, whatever small faults we have and whatever challenges we have, we go after them. We don't sit and cry in our milk and so forth. We make the changes and what is necessary to keep it going. So I thank you very much. Greetings to the minister and his family. And we had a beautiful talk yesterday. His spirit was just so beautiful. I thank Allah for him. I'd like to greet you and turn you back into the hands of Nisa. Assalamu alaikum. Walaikum salam. Thank you, Brother Akbar. Assalamu alaikum. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Rahim. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful. I've been witnesses, no God but Allah, and I've been witness Muhammad as his messenger. It really gives me great pleasure this year to be the one to introduce our special guest, who is always on day two, and that is none other than Imam Siraj Wahaj, who is the Imam and Master of Takwa in Brooklyn, and who's really um, an Imam to so many people all over the world. And it's really our great honor to have him every day two. So, no further delay, brother. Imam, I'm sorry, yeah, brother Imam Siraj Wahaj. Assalamu alaikum, brothers and sisters. Sisi Imam Siraj Wahaj. I just want to talk to you for a few moments about this great Ramadan. And I want to say, um, Assalamu alaikum. And Ramadan Mubarak, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless every one of you uh, to fast in this in this great month of Ramadan. My message today is simple. It's taken from an, a verse in the Quran. Ya ayyuhaladina aminu kutiba alikumu siyam kama kutiba alaladina min kabalikum la'alukun ta'atakun. I think this is a, it's a great verse in the Quran. And it's teaching us many lessons. Not only is Allah saying um, that it's incumbent upon you to fast in the month of Ramadan, but he gives a hint. He says, fasting is prescribed for you 
as it was prescribed for those who came before you so that you may learn God consciousness. Alhamdulillah, you know, we as Muslims, if I had uh, one complaint, Muslims, it would be that we don't do enough of what they call da'wah. In the old days, we called it fishing. And I remember uh, I used to go fishing every day. I knocked on thousands of doors um, introducing them to our, our our belief and our religion, and we don't do enough of it. And I want to remind you that, you know, Ramadan ain't new, Islam is not new, fasting is not new. When you look around the earth, in Indonesia, there's 231 million Muslims in Indonesia, 212 million Muslims in Pakistan, and even though Muslims are a minority, in India, yet there are 200 million Muslims in India, 150 million Muslims in Bangladesh, 500 million Muslims in Africa, in Nigeria alone, 100 million Muslims. So all over the world, we find these Muslims and they fasting. They've been fasting. Alhamdulillah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you and all of your families uh, to fast. Uh, another note, a few years ago, I was in California and I was in a hotel called Doubletree Hotel. And in every room, there was a card that said, when you care, it shows. When you care, it shows. And I've come to the conclusion that when you don't care, it also shows. Alhamdulillah, brothers and sisters, we have to really care about the people. You know, we share this planet with 7 billion, 800 million people. And people with different religion, you know, some 2 billion, 2 billion, 200 million people Christians. 1 billion, 900 million Muslims, 1 billion, 100 million Hindu, 500 million Buddhists, and about 17 million Jews. And all of them have the right. We, we don't, we have no problem with people having the right to practice whatever religion, you know, that they, that they uh, prescribe. But the thing that I want us to do is to care about people, care about humanity. And not only do we care about Muslims, we care about, for instance, our neighbors. And so my message today is simple. All you who believe fasting is prescribed for you, as it was prescribed for those who came before you. Let us as Muslims be concerned about the rest of humanity and let us go. Maybe you're not gonna knock on doors that I like I used to knock on doors, but maybe there's some way to this wonderful, wonderful way of life. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Walaikum salam, my dear brother Imam Sarad. Thank you. Thank you for your words of us on fasting and how fasting is prescribed. Thank you with the numbers of the Muslims that are all over the world. And your words, when you care, it shows, and when you don't care, it shows. All praises are due to Allah. So, my brothers and sisters, we will now ask our brother, who we're hoping to hear from this morning, to give us what we affectionately call the hadith of the day, my brother, brother Jaleel. Brother Jaleel. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, we praise Allah and we thank Allah and we seek Allah's help and we seek his forgiveness from the evil of our bad deeds and the consequences of those bad deeds we put forth. Whomever Allah guides, 
Lincoln misguides that person. Whomever Allah leaves wandering aimlessly, that person and forget about it because no one, no one will be the guy that person right. I bear witness that there is nothing worthy of worship but Allah. I bear witness that Muhammad ibn Abdullah is his servant and messenger, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The best book is the book of Allah. And the best guidance comes from Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Every newly invented thing in the religion is indeed, in fact, and in truth, a going astray. And every going astray shall lead to the hell. Our may not protect us from going astray. The may not protect us from being put in the hell fire. I mean, Brother Suas, thank you very, very much <clears throat> for those penetrating words. And thank you for your years of service to this Ummah as we strive to advance along our journey in Islam. And likewise, I want to thank the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan for his many years of sacrifice and many years of work and helping to establish Islam here in the hills of North America. To the two of you, your work shall not go unnoticed. And I am personally indebted to the both of you for that which I know of Islam and that which I shall know in the future. I mean, Brother Sarad said something very poignant in his talk with us today, and I want to talk about that, inshallah, as it relates to a hadith of the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He said, it's not how you start the race, but it's how you finish the race. How true those words are. And all of us should be able to relate to those words in one way, shape, form, or fashion. During the time of the Prophet Muaddin, the person that he chose to call the Adan <coughs> was Bilal, anha, the Ethiopian Muslim. Out of all the Muslims, dear brothers and sisters, he chose Bilal to be the one who called the people to the prayer via the Adan. And Aisha, radiallahu anha, told us that whenever the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, heard the Adan, it was like nothing else existed, including his family. They didn't exist when he heard the Adan call because he knew it was at that time <clears throat> that he had to go face his Lord and beseech his Lord and plead to his Lord and petition his Lord and solicit his Lord. Look at yourself today as I look at myself today. Do we have that same posture do we take on that same persona when we hear the Adan called? Or do we find it to be somewhat needlesome? <laughs> do we find it to be somewhat of a burden when we hear the Adan called, knowing that it's time to pray now? I advise you as I advise myself, let us not look at it in such a manner. 
let us not look at it as being a burden that we have to go meet our Lord. Let us not look at it as being somewhat troublesome that we have to go speak with our Lord and converse with our Lord, but instead look at it as an honor that the Adon has been called and now we have a chance to become intertwined with our Lord. Bilal, Rabbi Allahu Anha, used to call the Adon. And when the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was growing sick, the believers, their brothers and sisters, was seeing that the days were numbered that he would be amongst them. And surely, dear brothers and sisters, as fate would have it, the Prophet died. And when he died, dear brothers and sisters, the companions were filled with grief, filled with much disappointment, filled with much sadness. And Bala was not exempt from that. And his voice used to crumble and cry when he thought about the Prophet not being amongst him. But his voice was so good that it would move the people to tears when he called Yadad. But after the Prophet the next day after he died, Bilal was attempting to call Yadad. And he was doing fine, dear brothers and sisters, at the start of the call. But when he got to the middle of the call, he just broke down in tears and had difficulty finishing. And he tried to get the resolve to finish calling the Adon, but he couldn't do it, dear brothers and sisters. He started crying uncontrollably and then collapsed right there on the minbar, crying profusely. And the people saw this and Umar ibn Khattab and Abu Bakr, they both ran to see what was going on. And they said, what's the matter, O Bilal? And Bilal said, I can't finish. I can't complete the Adan. I can't do it. Here's a man that used to carry the shoes of the Prophet Sallallahu when he would make his wudu. Here's a man that would carry the Prophet Sallallahu walking stick. Here's a man that was his companion, his trusted advisor, his close friend had now died and he was struggling. And he said, go, let someone else call the Adan. And they beseeched him and they pleaded him, please, Bilal, call the Adan. And he said, no, I can't do it anymore. And so they relented, their brothers and sisters, and someone else stood up and called the Adan. Many years passed. Many years passed, and Umar was now the Khalifa. And the Muslims were becoming victorious and making Islam real across the, that part of the area. And after a victory over the disbelievers, Bilal found a new sense of honor. And Umar and Qatar had noticed it. And he said, Bilal, would you call your dime for us today? And Bilal stood up, and he had become older now. And though his voice was older, he called your dime, 
And he caught it in such a way that the companions who used to hear his voice in the younger years were now hearing him again. And they now were crying immensely over hearing Bilal calling me a Don. So much so that they started collapsing and falling in tears because their man Bilal was calling me a Don at the end. Brothers and sisters, let your race at the end be greater than your race in the beginning, as Imam Sarah said, just as Bilal had found his faith renewed. Let this Ramadan renew your faith. Let this Ramadan renew your love of Allah. Let this Ramadan make Islam real in your life today. Let this Ramadan allow you to strive to be a mirror image of the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam because Allah says in his book that the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is your best example. He's my best example. Let's follow his example as best we can. I pray Allah blesses your Ramadan to have a renewed faith so that your beginning won't be as good as your ending. Let your ending be better than your beginning. As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaykum salam, Brother Jalil. Thank you, my brother, for this uh, hadith of the day. And as we strive to make this our best Ramadan ever, as the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan asked us, we will now ask our sister, Sister Nisa, to give us the fast fact in the Nisa report. Sister Nisa. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. I pray when it says, No God but Allah and Muhammad is his messenger. As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Thank you so much to everyone for joining us on this journey to transition from phone lines to a podcast. May Allah bless you for your patience. We really want to bring you the best Ramadan programming with as much ease as possible. It may not have felt that way yesterday, but Allah says after difficulty comes ease. We are praying for that ease. Our fast fact of the day looks at the question, how long are people fasting around the world? Answer, the shortest fasting times around the world are in Chile, 11 hours and 30 minutes, South Africa, 11 to 12 hours, and New Zealand, 11 to 12 hours. The longest fasting times are in Iceland, Greenland, and France, 16 to 17 hours of fasting. The U.S. fasting time is 15 to 16 hours. Ramadan is a time for families and communities to celebrate together. As we make each fast better than the one before, please remember the Muslims around the world and those in your very community that are drowning under the crushing waves of isolation, suicidal thoughts, and mental illness. The OCD patient confined to her home, the young man who recently lost his spouse, the twins struggling to cope with their parents' divorce, Countless Muslims are suffering spiritually, emotionally, and mentally. Unfortunately, their pain is unseen and and forgotten, but it impacts the very foundation of our communities. We may see them and they are suffering in silence. This Ramadan, take the time and spend time with someone who is alone, suffering in silence or needs company. Whatever Allah has blessed you with, share it with someone else. That is the second part of our fast fact of the day. Someone needs you. Be there for them. Yesterday, 
tens of thousands of people listened to the minister. They came from around the world, including the UK, Canada, Nigeria, and Ghana. They even listened in Sweden, Germany, and Saudi Arabia. They listened on Podbean, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and many other places. That is the beauty of a podcast. Welcome to all to Ramadan, the Ummah Reflects. Tomorrow's speaker is our own Dr. Sophia Shabazz. Islam is not the problem, Islam is the answer. Assalamu alaikum, welcome to Lahiru Barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam, Sister Nisa. Thank you for the fast fact in the Nisa report. Brothers and sisters, our reading for today, day two, starts with chapter two, verse 142, through chapter two, verse 252. Surah two, ayat 142, to, through Surah two, ayat 252. At this time, we will ask our beloved brother and friend, will he bless us once again by closing us with that beautiful prayer that he gives, brother Abdul Shaheed Muhammad, brother Shaheed. Assalamu alaikum. <clears throat> Let us pray, beloved community. قل أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم Malikiyahum <laughs> غير المقدوب عليهم ولا الضالين. I seek the protection of my Lord Allah and turn to him from every fault. O Allah, thou art the author of peace and from thee comes peace. Blessed art thou, O Lord of majesty and bounty. Nothing deserves to be praised or worshipped besides Allah. His is the kingdom and for him is praise and he has power over all things. O Allah, there is none who can withhold what thou grantest and there is none who can give what thou withholdest. And greatness does not benefit any possessor of greatness as against thee. Amin. Amin. Brother Saeed, thank you for your beautiful prayer with us this morning. Brothers and sisters, as we close, we want to thank our guest speaker today, Imam Siraj Wahaj, and thank him for all the work that he is doing and uh, his community, uh, Master Taqwa, and the spreading this mighty word of Islam. On behalf of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, who's standing up, and as Brother Akbar said yesterday, He's spreading his voice like a beloud. He's calling the world to Allah and the great Mahdi. We 
thank Allah for the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and all that he's done and his family. On behalf of the Executive Council of the Nation of Islam, who is standing up, aiding and assisting the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan in spreading his word of Islam. We thank Allah for each and every one of you and all that you do. On behalf of the ministers and imams throughout this country and the world that are spreading this mighty word of Islam. And as we go towards Jumad today, brothers and sisters, brother imams and ministers, teach hard, teach hard, brothers and sisters. On behalf of the mighty E-team who protects the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and all the accessory staff that helps him going and coming and make sure he's safe and his family is safe. We thank Allah for each and every one of you. On behalf of my co-host, Brother Akbar, Sister Nisa, Brother Jaleel, Brother Shaheed, and on behalf of each and every one of you on this line, let me leave you as I came to you with the greeting words of peace. Inshallah, we'll be talking again tomorrow. Assalamu alaikum. Subhanallah, walhamdulillah, wala ilaha illa Allah, wallahu akbar, wala hawla wala quwwata illa billahi al-aliyyil azim. Glory be to Allah, all praise to Allah. There is no God but Allah, Allah is great. All power and might belong to Allah, the Most High, the Great. Subhanallah, walhamdulillah, wa la ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar. Wala hawla wala quwwata illa billahi Glory be to Allah be to Allah all praise to Allah praise to Allah there is no god but Allah Allah is great all power and might belong to Allah the most high the great Subhanallah